Probably the most significant thing that's happened in my 10 years here as pastor is the arrival of the sisters this past week. I think they're going to be kind of like leaven. You know what happens when you put leaven in dough and rises? I told the archbishop, I said, you know, the sisters are going to stir up a lot of work for us priests, which is a good thing. Well, a whole entourage of sisters accompany the three that will be serving here. So their mother foundress is here with them. Um, the five sisters that accompany the three that will be serving here go home tomorrow. But this whole entourage accompanied them to open their convent. So we purchased a home for them in Timber's Edge to the north of us here. And their convent is named St. Jacinta. You may remember she's one of the Fatima children. So remember the context of the apparitions of Fatima. World War I was raging and Pope Benedict, Benedict XV invited all the Christians of the world to cry out to Mary for an end to the world war. And as the Christians of the world cried out to their mother, Mary appeared in 1917 in Fatima to three children. St. Jacinta was seven years old at the time of the apparition. She died just three years later at the age of 10 of the Spanish flu. Well, at our inaugural Mass at the convent, Mother Adela kept noticing, she said, do you notice in the liturgy today how often it's coming up that we're called to be like children to enter the kingdom of heaven, that we're called to have a heart of a child? And I'd like to suggest that really having the heart of a child is really the key to the readings today. Now, this call to be childlike is not a call to be childish or to be immature, but it's the call to live poverty of spirit, to live in the truth of our littleness, of our weakness, of our total dependence on the Lord. No. Really, there are two paths laid out before us. There is the path of sin. Sin ultimately is about exalting oneself to the diminishment of God. Or there is the path of holiness, which is to exalt God to the diminishment of self, so that we live in the truth of our littleness and recognize God is God and we're not. You see, what is the first temptation of the devil? You will be gods. You will be like God. This is the fundamental temptation that we want to exalt ourselves, that we want to be God. We want to be in control. We want to decide for ourselves what's right and wrong, what's good and evil. This is the first temptation that the devil levels at Adam and Eve. Reject your childhood and exalt yourself. Be God. Did you notice the devil when he's tempting Jesus in the desert? He keeps saying to him, if you are the Son of God. In other words, prove yourself. Exalt yourself. All sin is to exalt oneself to the diminishment of God. Now, what's the remedy the, to sin, to wanting to be God? It's to live in the truth that we are children. So let's look at this first reading through the lens of having the heart of a child. Now, Adam and Eve 
encounter in the garden, the serpent. What should children do when they encounter a snake? They should run. This is the first important lesson. We should flee temptation. Flee that we're no match on our own for the devil. Flee temptation. What do we do? We tend to flirt with sin. We like to see how close we can get to the edge of the cliff without falling off. That's why, did you notice, God told Adam and Eve, don't even touch the fruit. Don't flirt with sin. Flee temptation. Translation, okay, should I go to the bar at 10 o'clock on Friday night if I know I'm going to be tempted to get drunk? Should I take my cell phone to bed with me if I know the internet is a temptation? we got to flee temptation. We're no match for the devil. Well, rather than fleeing, what do Adam and Eve do? They entertain the devil. And what does the devil do? He sows doubts. Think of the tactic of the devil here. He begins to sow doubt in Adam and Eve's heart. Did God really tell you not to eat of any of the trees? What is he doing here? Okay, if God is your father, wouldn't he give you everything? Why would he be holding something back for you? Maybe he's really trying to enslave you. And if you're going to find happiness, you're going to have to reach out and grasp for it yourself. Your father will provide for you. He wants them to reject their spiritual childhood and exalt themselves, grasp for themselves. Don't trust your father. He won't do it. This is really the first temptation Jesus faces in the desert. It's to not trust God. Turn these stones into bread. Your Father will not provide for you. Provide for yourself. See, at the heart of sin is self-reliance. To reject our spiritual childhood, that God is our Father who loves us and will provide for us, and is the exaltation of self. You have to do it yourself. Provide for yourself. Reach out and grasp it yourself. What's the disposition of a child? Receptivity rather than grasping, receiving, trusting. St. Paul beautifully says, Though he was in the form of God, Jesus did not deem equality with God something to be grasped. Rather, he emptied himself. See, he refuses this self-exaltation. And he lives in the truth of his beloved sonship. Having the heart of a child is really the key to overcoming temptation. See, we all have to come to this basic truth. That on our own, we cannot overcome temptation. It's not a matter of mustering up more willpower or trying harder. It's about making a deeper surrender and relying totally on Jesus. Jesus is the remedy to sin. He's the remedy to temptation. I can't conquer sin on my own. I'm called to make a deeper surrender to the Lord. Jesus is the one who conquers the devil. And as I decrease and he increases in me, Jesus is the one who will conquer sin in me. I have to make that deeper surrender to the Lord. And then in humility, I have to also recognize my need for help. To have accountability in my life to walk in freedom. 
The disciplines of Lent are all meant to help us live this spiritual childhood and to conquer temptation in our lives. So what are the disciplines of Lent? Fasting, prayer, almsgiving. The heart of prayer is a relationship to grow in our friendship with God, to live in the truth of our littleness, that, Lord, I'm totally dependent on you. I need you, Jesus. I turn to you every day in prayer. Fasting, I'm letting go of the world. I'm giving things up to let go of the world and open my heart to Jesus, to allow Christ to increase in me. Almsgiving is the exact opposite of self-exaltation. Almsgiving is to empty oneself for others. At the heart of love is self-donation, self-emptying. And this is what almsgiving helps us to do. Having the heart of a child is the key to walking in freedom with Jesus. It's the key to overcoming temptation. As we decrease and as Christ increases in us, we too can conquer the devil.